Welcome back to another episode of the 24 Seconds Podcast. My name is Arjun. I'm joined by my friend Drin, who will now give the 24 Second Report. In today's episode, Arjun and I will talk about Lonzo Ball, his future in the NBA, his game, and much more. Before we get into, today, into today's discussion, please hit that subscribe button and leave a like for more content. Anyways, getting into today's topic, Drin, Lonzo Ball. What do you think of Lonzo? Arju, this is a guy who on the defensive end has proven to be quite a good defender. He's a solid defender. He has an amazing ability to pass the ball. But when it comes to shooting, teams aren't really scared. But at the same time, because of his amazing passing and defensive abilities, I don't, I'm not shocked that there's so many teams interested in him, Arju. What do you think about him? Yeah, I think he's a great defender. Like, great. One of the best defenders at the guard spot. His shooting, as you talked about, is so, like, lackluster. I will say, though, before before the end of last season and after the All-Star break, we were starting to see Lonzo become more confident with this three-point shot. Now, that hasn't carried over to this year, which is really sad to see, but, you know, there is there – is, potential there's hope that maybe he puts it around and he he turns it all around and he puts it all together um, and so that's how I feel about Lonzo but I guess moving on to why we're even talking about Lonzo today you know there's been a lot of trade rumors about Lonzo and JJ Redick and so do you think he will end up getting traded by the trade deadline I do believe that he's going to get traded whether that's in a package with JJ Redick or without him I see the Pelicans moving him the Pelicans have a lot of young and veteran pieces that they could move, and I just see them being really heavy in the trade market. Um, where, what about you? And if you do think he's going to get moved, what team can you see him going to? So I think there's a lot of teams that could use Lonzo, um, and especially if they can get his confidence up and his shooting up. Like he's a good, He'll be a good player. And so I think, yeah, I think he'll get traded by trade deadline, especially because he is on an expiring deal, and I'm sure the Pelicans don't want to give him a contract extension. Um, and so I think that they actually should look into moving on from him. It's going to be interesting to see if Lonzo Ball and the Pelicans have some type of agreement that's like trade me to, to a team that I want to resign with. So he like secretly tells them where he wants to be. That'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I mean, if, if I were, you know, if I were Lonzo, we're, we're like, if you had to pick a spot for Lonzo, where do you think his best fit would be then? In regards to where he wants to be, I'm not sure. I can't speak on that. But a team that I think is a really good fit for him is the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns have a really good team right now, but they have a lot of pieces like Jay Crowders and Dario Saric's that have pretty six to nine million dollar contracts that you could trade for a potential Lonzo Ball. They wouldn't trade Jay Crowder, maybe more like Dario Saric and a few other stuff. But I feel like Lonzo Ball and at the Phoenix Suns is such a good fit because he'll get the mentorship like we've discussed in previous episodes from Chris Paul. And once Chris Paul eventually leaves Phoenix Suns, whether that's in two years or four years, we're yet to see Lonzo Ball will be their point guard of the future alongside Devin Booker, alongside these young pieces and Jalen Smith. It'll be really interesting to see what happens, but I think the Phoenix Suns would be a really, really good fit for him. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of surprised that you said that, but the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. I just the only one like the only question I have is why why move on from Jay Crowder right now? Um, considering that they're obviously trying to win it all, like win a championship. They're trying to contend at least. And so I don't know if they would move Jay Crowder, but like that would actually be a good fit. I feel like CP three, we've seen what he's done with Shy. He made Shea a, a really good basketball player. He's helped with his development. He I think he can do the same for Lonzo. 
uh, especially because they're both like great passers. And so I would love to see, I would love to see Lonzo get like proper mentorship, but also, you know, I think, I, I, I think this, this move right now, a lot of people wouldn't really like if Lonzo gets traded to the Suns, I don't think a lot of people would be like, would be like really talking about Lonzo then because he would go to like a low key market like Phoenix. Right. And that would kind of be good for him because I feel like then he can really just focus on his game and just concentrate on like the, the, the flaws that he has. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, these ball brothers, because of their names, because of their media attention have gotten so much attention and it kind of, it's kind of unfair to them because they're so young and people expect so much from them, but they're just like any other young players in a the league. They have to develop. Yeah. But I, w- I want to go back to what you said before. Uh, the reason why I said Jay Crowder was just for like uh, salary cap reasons, you know, him and Dario Saric have those type of contracts. So it's more likely that they move on from Dario Saric than Jay Crowder because Jay Crowder is an amazing Yeah, piece. Yeah, I, I could see and, that happening. And another reason why I think he's a good fit is obviously they have uh, Chris Paul at the point guard position. But when you take away Chris Paul, if I'm not mistaken, the Phoenix Suns, who they have at point guard is Cameron Payne, Langston Galloway, and... That other guy, his name was, uh, I believe, J- Javon Carter. Yeah. And so those aren't really an- any pieces you want to build with. Lonzo Ball is a piece you want to build with when you eventually do get rid of Chris Paul. And I just, it makes sense to me for those reasons. Yeah, I mean, I really I really like that fit. I feel like it's a very underrated fit that nobody's talking about. I mean, for me, you know, I, I like to see him play, ne- play in Dallas with, with Luka. Um, and the reason I say that is Luka is great. Like, he's a great player. But defensively, there's a lot of concerns about Luca, and I feel like when you put Lonzo together with him, Lonzo can take care of you know those those harder assignments and make it easier for 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 Luca to really just focus on orchestrating that offense. And I'd love to see Alonzo Ball and Kristaps Porzingis pick and roll, um, especially with the ability of Porzingis to shoot from outside the three point line. And so I'm also intrigued by by that fit. What do you think of it? I actually like that fit. I, I haven't really thought about it. And that does really improve them on the defensive end because the only player on their uh, starting five who's actually a good defender is Josh Richardson. Yeah. And Porzingis because and of so his height. You, yeah, exactly. And so when you add Lonzo Ball to that, all of a sudden the Dallas Mavericks are a much better defensive team and the way their offense is facilitated improves heavily. Yeah, and also it gives them – remember a few weeks ago I talked about how like championship teams usually have – like multiple ball handlers, right? Like the Miami Heat have Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. The the Lakers have you know LeBron and um, LeBron and Anthony Davis, and and so the point is like teams that are like really good in the playoffs tend to have more than one guy who can handle the ball and orchestrate the offense. And so like it, bringing in Lonzo with his passing abilities helps helps them out as well in that aspect. What would the Dallas Mavericks have to give up that would interest? the new orleans pelicans if it were to be a direct trade i know trades are hard to predict and a third team could get involved but if the dallas mavericks and the pelicans were to do this trade who would interest the new orleans pelicans? i mean this year the mavericks took josh green who i think is a very interesting prospect um and so i guess that that could be one option josh green like a pick they could also do um the kid from stanford i'm blanking on his name right now but they drafted him and a lot of people are really high on him coming out of the draft. And so I think the Mavs do have some assets that they can move. Um, I don't know how it would work out contractually, though. That That's that's something that we would have to figure out. 
Yeah. And now I want to transition into something, Arju, that a lot of people talk about. Lonzo Ball's in his fourth year, right? He's just, he's currently entering, he's at the start of his fourth year. A lot of people have already called him a bust. Do you agree with that? And what do you think his potential is? Like, is he still developing? Okay, so I, I guess I'll say, I wouldn't say Lonzo's a bust, but I will say that he didn't live up to expectations. I think when we talk about a bust, we, like, we should more so be talking about guys that never end up getting a role in the NBA and they just you know flame out, like the Anthony Bennett's. Um, yeah, that's like the prime Yeah, example. like the Anthony Bennett's. Like, those, those are busts. I don't think that, in terms of Lonzo, like, I don't see him as a bust because he still has a role on teams. And obviously, teams still want him. Um, even if, you know, people are calling him a bust, then, like, why would so many teams want him? You know what I'm saying? And, and exactly. so I, there were reports yesterday that, like, 10 teams were Exactly, in exactly. And so I think, I think there's still potential there. I mean, he's only, what, 22, 23? Like, <laughs> man, is going to get better. Yeah. And some people um, – this is interesting to me because some people have said LaMelo Ball is already better than Lonzo. And I just, I I feel like it's unfair to say that like 20, 25 games into the season, Lonzo Ball at the end of their careers, right? When it's all said and done, if LaMelo Ball continues on this trajectory, he's going to finish as the better NBA player career wise, right? Statistically and everything. But right now, Lonzo Ball is the better NBA player. Am I right? Or would you no i i I agree actually i think lonzo right now is the better ball you know ball player (laughs) no pun intended um but i think Lamelo will will eventually overtake him i do have a lot of concerns though about Lamelo's uh effort on defense whereas lonzo's effort on defense is amazing yeah definitely i agree and arju another team um since this conversation is actually still still going i wanted to talk about the new york knicks right New York Knicks are always a team just because they have so many young pieces and now they have some uh, cap fillers and like Julius Randle and stuff. New The New York Knicks are always in trade discussions. I don't know if it's because they're a big market team like the Miami Heat who apparently are rumored with every star. Do you think the Knicks are actually going to make a shot at going for Lonzo Ball and can you see him? At I, I don't think they should, man. I've been so high on Emmanuel quickly. I, Exactly. Like, you know exactly. how much I talk about Emmanuel quickly, how I think he's going to be really good. And he has been really good this year. And so I don't want them to just trade for Lonzo. And then, you know, the development of quickly suffers. And that's and no, it's just not a good idea. And that's no disrespect to Lonzo Ball. It's just that sometimes teams need to stay on their current path. Like, the New York Knicks have a really good young core. And if they just continue developing that core, they could be a really strong team in years oh, definitely. to come. Like, we've, we see them this year. They're already, like, competing much more than they did last year. So their players have developed, like, when quickly and Obi Toppin develop, it's going to be interesting to see what that alongside R.J. Barrett, Kevin Knox, Frank Nilakina, these types of players yeah, can develop. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I think I think today we touched a lot about Lonzo Ball and, and just, like, the best fits that he has, the potential, and if we think he's better or worse than, than LaMelo. I think this was a good discussion, and uh, I think I'm ready to move on to the 24-second Q&A period, Jern. Me too, man. I'll ask you my question first because I, I, it's it's pretty much similar to what we've been talking about. Since we're talking about Lonzo Ball, I have another question about Okay. to you. Ready? So I just want you to tell the people what you think of a potential 
backcourt of Lonzo Ball and Lamella Ball because they've been um you've heard LeVar Ball say he's gonna try to get them on the same team together. What would that backcourt look like? That's actually such a like so crazy to think about because it's literally re- like realistic. Like it could happen. Lonzo would would make up for Lamelo's defensive flaws, but and, and Lamelo is a better shooter than Lonzo. But I, I do question again question Lamelo's effort on defense. Just because Lonzo is going to cover it up doesn't mean it's not going to be exposed come playoff time. Same with Lonzo's inability on offense. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be exposed come playoff time, and so they definitely need to both work on their games. But I think if they do and they show more effort, I think this could be a a, a good backcourt. I agree. I agree. And so yeah, I guess my question to you, completely unrelated to Lonzo Ball, is the Utah Jazz. They have been on fire recently. What do you think? What do you think about them? Look, man, when you go from a record of four and four to fifteen and four, that's an eleven game winning streak. That is really good. And they're officially the top seed in the Western Conference because the Lakers have lost two games in a row to the 76ers and the Pistons, the Clippers are one game behind. I'm just impressed with them, man. I And we've talked about it earlier before. I hope they can keep this up in the playoffs and be a genuine Yeah, I think we, we're both big fans of, of Donovan Mitchell. And so, you know, I hope I hope they keep it going. And I just want to say one more thing before we end the episode. Since we were talking about Longo, Lonzo Ball, I think it's only fair that we – since we criticized his shooting, right – I think it's only fair that we mentioned that yesterday the Pelicans defeated the Bucks and Lonzo Ball had a really good shooting night. He had 27 points and scored a lot of three-pointers. So I just thought Yeah, I mean, hopefully that. this is th- that game starts turning his season around because he hadn't been playing well up to, up until that point. And so yeah, thank you guys yeah. so much for listening to this episode of the 24 Seconds podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and we'll catch you next time. Peace.